each of us, each individual in the world, is shaped by our experience in the, the life of uh, family and friendships. Uh, it matters where, where we are born, you know, whether there is wealth or poverty, whether we have suffered from others' prejudices or as a result of injustice, as well as what opportunities we may have known and so forth. It impacts how we, as children, might or might not have been encouraged to learn um, at school and beyond school. It impacts where we might set our hopes and uh, our hopes for what might happen in the world, what might be our future. It can change our possible options for who we might meet, who we might marry. And it might also then, that background that shaped us over the years, shape the future generations' backgrounds. For many years to come. Through his personal experience, from his growing in a family with a Jewish heritage, from experiencing the miracle with the full fishing net, from hearing the authoritative teaching of his rabbi, and so much more. Jesus has been shaped, and he's been shaped to realize that Jesus is the Messiah, and makes that statement while they're on their way to Caesar Philippi. Now, of course, when a place name is mentioned in the Bible, uh, or um, the, the title given of a festival, or something like that, it's not so that you can get out your calendar and go, oh, it was that date, or so that you can get out a map and go, that's where they were. You know, we can do that, but that's not the purpose. The real thing is, it's so that we can understand the cultural context of what is being said, what is being explored with the people. Jesus and the disciples are on their way to a place that has recently had its name changed. Now, of course, towns and villages tend not to change their name that often. I've been trying to think if there was any recent context, and the only one I can think of is when uh, Royal was added on the front of Wooten Bassett. Remember that a few years ago now? Um, that related to the bodies of servicemen being brought back um, uh, from Afghanistan. 
and them going through the town and how the town had paid tribute. Caesarea Philippi uh, had had its name changed recently. It had that Caesar bit shoved into it to honor Augustus, ruler of the Roman Empire. It's the context of the power of an oppressive foreign king some distance away that is recognized with the name of the place that they're going to. And it's that context where Peter is declaring that Jesus is the Messiah. He's the one that's coming. He is the coming king a very different king, a king for God's people. And yet, what sort of king is Peter thinking of? What has the scriptures he grew up learning about, or at least the way he has been taught them, made him understand? What has what he has seen of the Lord shaped him to understand who is this king? Despite all of Jesus' teaching, Peter doesn't think the Lord will be put to death. He understands the people will be liberated. That's the teaching of the old scriptures but he imagines that will be in the old way, that it involves an earthly, kingly crown, probably with battle. And Peter takes Jesus aside to tell him that, to tell Jesus to buck his ideas up, to think in a different way. What are you getting on about? That's not what we want to hear. That's not what you should be sharing. Peter takes Jesus aside to point out sawdust in the eye of his Lord. Sawdust that's not even there. But the response of Jesus is to carry on teaching that the life of a disciple is not always easy. In this, he is rejecting the future story that Peter imagines there to be, and instead declares what will actually happen, that he will suffer, that he will die, that those in authority will bring him a punishment he does not deserve. Society sometimes puts upon us a story and says, because of that shaping that you have had, That's who you must always be. 
because you've been broken by others, you will always be broken. Because of the culture you grew up in, you'll always have that culture in your heart. Because of an illness or an accident or because there is some diagnosis, they imply that will define you in a narrow way. That that is now your story and that's the only story. But society is wrong in this. And we are wrong when we accept that narrative. Although we cannot time travel and undo the past, although we cannot change the things that have previously shaped us, the abuses we've suffered, the times we've been disregarded, the harsh words that have been said, it does not mean that we cannot be reshaped. Because we can be reshaped by God. And this is what happens to us as disciples. This is the process of discipleship. We open ourselves to be changed and to learn and to grow closer to God. To have the Heavenly Father's abundant, overflowing mercy and grace in our heart, which inspires others to seek what we have. We can be reshaped. But that does not mean the life of the believer is easy. Actually, far from it, doesn't it? It means that being true to our faith, we sometimes run into conflict with things that have shaped us in the past. It might be in our families, it might be among our friends, it might be in the, the landscape we live in, the society where we have our home and our work and our church. we face challenge. And we have to respond with God's love because we're disciples. We carry our cross. And in so doing, it is possible for us to say, I'm a disciple and my life is different not defined by society or even what we understand of church, but shaped by the reality of God. Reshaped, reflecting Jesus. Whoever we are, it is possible for us to say, I am a disciple and I will change things for others the things that mold them and shape them sometimes in a negative way. Because we can share God's love in our word and in our actions and in our prayer of life. We, because of that, we may see a positive reshaping in the experience of others 
in the encounters that we have each day. You are loved by God. And God calls you to be an effective disciple in the world. He calls you to pick up your cross and follow him. There's risk involved in that. There's challenge. But what a difference you can make. I hope that as a church, we will support you to be that person.